A good haircut can be a game changer. I mean, everybody wants to look their best for those social media pics, right? So get yourself to Sport Clips at Sport Clips Haircuts. They hair do like no one else hair does. See what they did there? Not only is it the home of champion haircuts, but they've also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. Level up your haircut with the MVP haircut experience. It's a spa day for your follicles. Check this out. You get a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with a perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on the TV. Does it get any better than that? No. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. All right, the much-requested Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, are having a super kick party on Talk is Jericho today, and they're going to tell you exactly how the gimmick got started, talking about Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, working as a major part of the super popular Bullet Club in Japan, and doing it without AJ Styles, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Shinsuke Nakamura, who all just signed with the WWE. Young Bucks weigh in on that big raid and whether they ever thought about going to the WWE themselves. We'll also talk about their similarities to the Hardy Boys, being fired from TNA, the state of tag team wrestling today, growing up together as uh, young wrestling fans and getting into the business together as a team. They've also got some funny stories about how they pulled off super kicking an eight-year-old kid. What? So the Young Bucks are here. Never fear, the Young Bucks are here. But you already know that if you subscribe to Talk is Jericho on iTunes and are already listening because the podcast was waiting for you on your phone. That's the benefit of subscribing. New episodes automatically delivered to the device of your choice. So you need to join the club, join the, uh, the super kick party that is Talk is Jericho. Subscribe on iTunes now and then also leave some comments five star rating that helps as well fat guy Ian Bubba Garcia 86 Davey Digits 918 Kevin Thomas 81 Coy Riley all left five stars and comments and subscribed to iTunes go leave some comments and I will give you a shout out as well if it's a good one if it's a bad one I'll never talk to you again I appreciate the feedback though guys keep it coming talk is Jericho baby all right, we're in a fancy studio in uh, California with the fancy Young Bucks, and uh, I'm excited to have you guys here. The last time we met up was in a hotel yep. lobby mm-hmm. in Tokyo. That's right. Right, yep. just this summertime, yep. and uh, it was really weird because WWE had a show, but all of you guys were over there at the same time. Yeah. Yep. We're always out there, so it was just a matter of you guys going out there, I guess. Like, yeah. Especially last year, but uh, it, our, our buddy Kevin Owens was in town. We had to uh, take. What did we take? A cab to go see him? Yeah, a seventy-five dollar cab that <laughs> that he never paid back. No, no, I'm just uh, joking. Uh, so yeah, and, and we also got to see our good buddy uh, Claudio Castanelli and, and Fergal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got to see a bunch of our Fergal. buddies. Who else was there that day? Uh, 
Man, there's from, a bunch. It was maybe Ambrose was Moxley. We didn't, we didn't we get, get to see him, him but we're buddies with him too. See, I gotta be, I gotta be, because uh, you guys were talking these guys' names when you when you knew them in ROH. Oh right? yeah, that's right. So Claudio yeah. with Cesaro, <laughs> yeah. Fergal uh-huh. is well, Fergal, Finn, Fergal, Finn, oh, yeah. Finn Balor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't even know which one is which. Owens used to be Steen. Yep, Steen. Uh, Ambrose was Moxley. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we saw, and then I would call, I'd call him Pac. But, uh, oh, that's Neville. right. Oh, yep. Pac, right. Yep. He's yep. another good buddy yep. of ours, yeah. So you guys, are, and then once again, you've got Matt and Nick uh, Jackson. Matt yep. and Nick, I don't even know what your real last name is. It doesn't matter. You're the yep. Bucks, the Young Bucks, baby. <laughs> but is Jackson your last name? No, it's really Massey. But, okay. Uh, yeah, we, but you have been the Jackson in yeah. the past. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That's what sure. we're called now, is Nick Matt, and Matt Jackson. Okay, so that yeah. is your real, the wrestling Yeah, The boys call us Matt Nick Buck, usually. Matt Nick Buck? just the Bucks. Because you guys do look very... Very similar. Yeah, a lot of people think we're twins at first, and actually, this guy is about three and a half years older than me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm the, the elder. The, the dynamic is is ridiculous because it's such, and I'm saying this with a, with totally respect, and I'm sure you guys have heard this a million times, but it's such a Hardy Boys dynamic mm-hmm. with Jeff and Matt. Obviously, Jeff and Matt look differently, but mm-hmm. uh, they're very close in age, two three years in age, and it's the, as soon as I saw you guys, even the sideburns, mm-hmm. with the ponytail, yeah. had on backwards. It's like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Super. When we compare our careers and uh, just everything with them, like the first uh-huh. time we met them back in TNA about. Oh nine, we told them everything that we we did, uh-huh. and it was so like similar to their past mm-hmm. that they just it, they took a liking to us right away. Really, well, because and we, we started fans of them too. So well, yeah, like for sure. <laughs> we 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 started as backyarders, yeah. and uh-huh. so so just did like they. they did. Yeah, just like them. Uh, we started our own promotion, just like them. Really? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. My name is Matt, just like Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm they, not they, Jeff. They, but. they had uh, Omega. Uh-huh. And what was and your, ours your, was HRW. High risk wrestling. Nice. So it was similar. Uh, it was the same thing. I mean, we. I remember watching reading the books and like about yep. about Omega and uh, they would make their own gear yeah, and like stuff everything. like that. Like it was the same thing. Like we booked the shows. Mm-hmm. We, like our dad helped MC. My my sister would tear the tickets. You know, like you're kidding me. It was a big family thing. Yeah. Did so you guys funny. do that uh, in response to seeing that the Hardy Boys had done it or was I, I not really? I, it, yeah. Like I, I think we heard about it, but I think if anything, it made us go, "Oh, it's it's possible to run your own thing." Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I don't because I don't even know at the time. Like did we? really know too much about it no not, maybe not, not maybe later on now that reflecting back i'm sure it had something to do with it yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe subtly or subconsciously right. or something subtly. like that mm-hmm. yeah. so how so how old were you guys when you were doing this oh my god high risk hrw I, really i started wrestling well man my first professional match i think i was 13 and a half years old wow so that was a, quite a while ago uh 13 untrained, years ago so. obviously well yeah untrained uh i Here's a fact. I was I've I've only been to one uh, training seminar ever. Really? Yeah, uh, he would go and train. I did some training for a couple of years with uh, with down in actually this way, uh, Los Angeles area. Because you guys uh, are California boys, yeah, right? yes. SoCal. I, I trained with a guy named American Wildchild. He used to be like a WCW jobber. Okay, uh, he had his own company out here called Revolution Pro, and it's pretty much like the what spawned the whole pro wrestling gorilla movement. Yeah. It was the same guys. Super Netflix. Dragon would help as well. Train so I met him. a lot of guys there, and I trained for a couple of years. But okay. what I would do is I'd come home. We had our own ring that our dad helped us build, a professional ring that my dad, who's a general he, he was sick of us bumping on mattresses and stuff. <laughs> so he helped us build a ring. We had You're carpet padding. <laughs> so like, they, one of those things, like I've been doing this for a long time. I probably wouldn't even be able to tell you how to, how to build a ring. I mean, I know there's some mm-hmm. posts and you need yep, how, Same here. How do you build a ring? Right? He, he's I, crazy. My he, dad just did all the research, I guess, <laughs> online or whatever. But he built a ring that is a better ring than most rings I wrestle in. <laughs> this current, this current I day. tell my dad this to this day. I say, 
said, that bump was so much softer than the ones we're doing nowadays. Like, what did you I do? I climbing up the top and just doing, like, back sentons off the top rope. But, then, crack, it, just that yeah, but then, again, yeah. then again, I was 12 years old. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't know if, it, that was if that's the fact. bumps ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> bump At least. A little bit different now. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah your, pun- your bump punch card. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good so I would, I would come home after I would train for a couple hours out here in L.A., and I would, sh- I would show Nick, listen, this is what I, what I learned today. Mm-hmm. Here's the rolling. Here's the bumps. Here's hitting the ropes. I would do the whole three hours, you know, of training again with him. Yeah. So I'd just show him kind of exactly like what I learned that day. Right. So right. he got his his basics from me. Okay. Uh, so I was. So I was even, trained by Matt. I was even <laughs> off and on too with my training. Like I, I would spend like a year doing it, and then I'm like, ah, I think I'm ready for that. And then they wouldn't. Want we to we had a, stop going and then come yeah, back. We had backyard again. egos. Uh, <laughs> we we thought we were the best backyard wrestlers on the planet. We even right. said no to that backyard gig that the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, There's yeah. like a backyard wrestling v- oh, VHS yeah. video. We right, right, we, right, right. we declined it. We said no. We're too good we're, we're for too this. Good for <laughs> it's something I think it's on Netflix to this. Day. I think it's called The Backyard. And uh, the guy. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. He reached out to us and he wanted us to be on it. And I'm like, what's the pay, man? Like, even back then, I was like a carny. <laughs> a carny. Yeah, yeah. So that's because, like you said, you started out with. with right. what, did you guys have your own shows? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Later we, on. We started running our own shows. We became pretty popular. After like, he got professionally trained, then he felt like, okay, now we can do some shows. Right. So who else was on the shows? We would actually Some book just, yeah, pretty much yeah. our friends that came up with us. Anybody that still works today? Uh, not really. Man. Okay. Anybody but but we used to book a lot of high-profile guys. Uh, we, we would bring in Chris Canyon for a big show. No uh, Christopher Daniels, we would bring him in. Uh, man, Marty Shannon Jenny. Moore, Marty Jannetty. Uh, what would those guys think when they showed up? I mean, was well, it a high-class organization? Point, or was we, it like, what the hell are we doing? Building, and uh, we got a better ring. Like, it, it and we were drawing, we were drawing houses, too. Like, uh, I remember when we first brought out Chris Canyon, we had 500 people. That's here. Crazy. So we were like, man, this is working out. This is going you good. You can draw 500 people nowadays. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And this was what, 11, 12 years yeah, ago or so? Yeah. yeah. So from then, uh, we just thought it was working and that we would uh, get our uh, experience from doing those shows and try to send our tapes from our own promotions to other promotions and try to get bookings outside of that. <laughs> and then we would make relationships with some of the guys and like the local guys, and they'd see, oh, these guys are pretty decent. They got a good thing yeah. up here. Mm-hmm. That's how we would get eventually get work you know, down this way. Like and that's how we, we got a relationship with Marty Gennetti, and then he really liked us because we started wearing his, like, his gear and he gave us the blessing for it actually and said hey let me so he ended up calling us every week and gave us advice over the phone for hours and upon end you're kidding me marty did wow yep that's kind of why we wear cool. the stuff we wear to this day. Like he, one day he's just like, "You guys kind of remind me of the the Rockers," yeah. huh? and we're like, "Duh!" <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're our favorite tag team of all time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and when he gave us his blessing, it was like we were like, "Well, let's all right, we could do it." Then. Which is interesting <laughs> because they were my favorite tag team of okay. all time back when they were actually going like you know eighty eight, eighty nine, and right. here we are, you know. 20, whatever the hell it is, almost 30 years later, and still your favorite tag oh, yeah. team is the oh, Rockers. Yeah. Everyone what? says the Hardys, but it, we love the Hardys, don't give us wrong, but at right. first it was the Rockers. I think Matt and Jeff would probably even say the same, yeah. that the yeah. Rockers influenced them as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I think the Rockers, it was like, it's like my childhood. Like I remember going to Blockbuster Video and like getting every single Coliseum video. Coliseum video, yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. we would just watch every Rockers match. They're our favorite. Yeah. And 
I guess for a few years, like we, we still watched wrestling, but we weren't like at the fandom that we were when we were kids. Mm-hmm. But what brought us back to wrestling was the TLC era, yeah. which is the Hardys. Right. Hardys, so, Dudley's, Edge and Christian. The great tag teams yes, of that era. The oh, three yeah. that reinvented tag team wrestling, mm-hmm. yep. in my opinion. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what brought us back to the dance. That's what made me think, man, maybe we could do this one day. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> this is so entertaining. Like, what they did with tag team wrestling was right. so interesting. Yep. So uh, that's what really made us, I think, from being just fans, maybe we can actually be wrestlers. Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff was Marty telling you? Because, you know, obviously, Shawn Michaels, for me, the greatest of all time. Oh, I yeah, think yeah. Marty really got lost in the shuffle for there sure. mm-hmm. for whatever reason, whatever issues they had, blah, 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 blah. But as a performer, especially in those early days, Marty was much more uh, of a package than sure. Shawn was and probably taught Shawn a lot of what he knows. Yeah. So what kind of stuff would he try and help he, you with? He taught us. I remember going back, cause this was years ago now, but a lot of just the tandem stuff. He always told us. Double team moves, yeah. yeah. Like, like be quick in, on the ins and outs on the yeah. Arms. We like, still do that to this day. Oh, actually, he told us oh. how to progress, which moves, and when to do what. Like sometimes we would start with the bigger stuff, and then we go to do the lesser cool stuff. He's like, if you're going to do something less cool after you did something bigger, like they're not going to react as strong. So like we just had to learn where to properly put things. Mm-hmm. Like, he taught us a lot of. He also said, you guys do too much. He's like, pick three things. You guys do thirty things. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, stuff like that. Like it's funny when you hear that when you're first starting out though. Yeah, like, oh, what yeah. the, what the you want to do everything. Know, right? Yeah, what does he know? He's yeah. jealous because he can't. And do that. <laughs> I was laughing the other day. I was telling uh, we were in the locker room, and somehow we were talking about Dusty, and then like Gene Kaniski. Mm-hmm. And Gene Kaniski, famous, you know, world champ from the '60s and '70s, his last match ever was in a six-man with me and Lance Storm oh, wow. and Gene Kaniski in Winnipeg, like in '91 or something. Okay. And he said the same thing. He's like, "You guys do way mm-hmm. too much in between drags and cigarettes <laughs> yeah. with his pants around his ankles and his ball bag hanging out." He's like, "You guys do too much." I'm like, "What does he know? Six foot eight, can hardly oh, walk. Yeah. You know, world champion, world uh, champion. What does he know?" Mm-hmm. And then you look back now, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, was he ever right?" right? He, he was on to something. Yeah, I see both sides because it's like it's like when you're so young, you just want to like get over. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna try yeah. to do everything you know because you right. never know. Like this audience needs to see everything I have, right? Yeah. But like once you get over, you kind of you go okay. You only have to do a couple. You things. could take but a I think step you, back. I think almost there's you have to get over though first. Like you you might have to do some of those things. You're absolutely right you know to get recognized like, nowadays. Right. I think you you have to do certain. You got to do more, I think, nowadays than you maybe 20 years ago. But it still works. Well, that, but but that once advice. once you get over that threshold of like you said of being over. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't matter what you do. As long as you're not being lazy and just totally, yes. you know, screwing the exactly. pooch of what you're doing. But yes. last year, I didn't do TV once. I did all live events. Oh, wow. And every yep. time I came out, super popular, you know, chants and blah, blah, blah. Because once you get to that level, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. Right. But to get to that level yes. is, is yeah. the secret. That's right? where you put the work in. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're a younger guy, especially as smaller guys like we are. Yep. When there's a certain... Uh, Expectation of like, well, you got to be high flyer. Yep, that's you know, so true. Do that, and so you do feel like you got to put everything on the on the. We feel like even now to this day, like we have this reputation, like oh. Like, we'll be doing a meet and read before the show, and the fans are like, Oh, we're gonna get a good one tonight, huh, guys? Yeah, and we're like, Well, man, I'm really jet lagged. I guess you know what I mean? like, I'm really gonna have to put in the work. Yeah, yeah. there's 300 people tonight. We're really <laughs> yeah, exactly, but, then, but, then, but, once, but like you said, once you're over, you adjust accordingly. Yes, yes, you know, we it know, took us a long time, though. We know our, what they want. And and who would have ever thought the super kick would be the thing that got us to that point? I think that the super kick to us now has it's become the thing that's really helped our career. It's yeah, extended for sure. Now, now explain that because, like I said, I know the the phrase the super kick party. I've mm-hmm. seen some of your stuff, but I don't know the sure. whole lineage behind it. You know, like it all started kind of like we we just like doing a super kick. Shawn Michaels, mm. our favorite wrestler. <laughs> Come on, obviously, it's a sweet move. It gets yeah. a pop every time. Always it's easy. You can Looks do it on great. Anybody, yeah. Right? 
So we just started doing it all the time. And we started getting people who would critique us and go, the fans, you know, you guys are just doing it way too much. And we were kind of, we kind of have these attitudes. We're like, oh, it's too much? Well, I'm going to do 10 more. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? I'm going to do 15 more. Right. And and to us, every single wrestler now, not every single wrestler, but a lot of wrestlers like to create this fight atmosphere. We like to create a party atmosphere. Like we want you to have fun with us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be all serious all the time. Sometimes, sure, it does, but there's a time and a place for that. You're talking about during the match? Yeah, during a match. Mm-hmm. Even during the entrance when they're saying your name. Every, a lot of people, like in the Ring of Honor style, independent style, it's like real serious and like – this is going to be a fight. This is going to be a war. Well, you know what? We, we're lighthearted guys. We like to have fun. Let's, have, let's make a party. You want to have a party with me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Come, join the, come on this journey with us. We want to have a super kick party. <laughs> and, and during this party, there might be 15 super kicks. And, and people might say, like we were just talking about this earlier, oh, you do too much sometimes. Or, but with a super kick, it's like one of these things with us. It's like the more we do, the louder it gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it weird. almost defeats wrestling logic and wrestling rules. And it's almost like, – it's like our move now. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like we'll, we'll have people yeah. on the same shows say, hey, do you mind – if I do a super kick tonight, and, and we just laugh, and we like, say, "Yeah, of course you can." <laughs> and, well, I didn't tell you not to do one. We're yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know it's I mean? funny that they say that. We're like, right. "No, go ahead," because when we do it, people know that we're going to do it. So go ahead, you could do it. It doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. But what's when, different when we do it? Exactly. Well, it's like a Ric Flair chop, for example. Yeah. I mean, to this day, when when someone does mm-hmm. a chop, yeah, people will go, "Woo!" And yep. you could do yeah. fifteen chops in a match. Right. You know, it's the super 15 super kicks in a match. It's yeah. not your finish, or maybe it is. Sometimes you ever, Sometimes it is, yes. Just depending, right? Yes. Which keeps it always uh, always dangerous. Yeah, exactly. The one you thing know? for sure is if you see our match, you're going to see a ton of super kicks. Right. But <laughs> and you know what's funny, though, is that we're talking North America and whatnot. If you watch our stuff in Japan, we might go without doing one super kick in a match. It's a little bit different out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we change our style where we know the fans like our certain things. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. It does, right. yeah. And it, it's interesting to me because and it's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you guys is that you are one of the very few uh, acts, because you guys are a yep. team, mm-hmm. that you're doing it your own way, making your own rules and working wherever you want. And, and I'm assuming doing pretty good as yep. a result yeah. because you're picking, choosing where you want to go. Yep. Yeah. You haven't succumbed to the, the lure of WWE or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty ballsy and that's pretty cool in this day and age to be able to do that because there's not a lot of guys that can. And that's exactly what we wanted to do. We, we wanted to give the other wrestlers like... We wanted to tell them, hey, you don't have to go to WWE to make a career amount of money. Right. You could do certain other things. Like, of course, it's great to go there, and you can make a ton of money, but there's other outlets that you can do, and yeah. we've, we've been trying to do that. And we, we've had a buddy who used to wrestle. Uh, he was in a tag team also, Dustin Cutler, and he was texting us the other day, and he said, man, if I would have known you guys were going to reach this level of success, I probably wouldn't have quit. He's like, mm. I didn't know this was possible. We said, on an independent level. Said, on an yeah, independent right, level. Right, we, said, right. we said, I don't think it has been possible. We've kind of created that. Like, there's been a few other guys. There's been guys like, like Colt Cabana, like of guys course. Guys like Cabana have yeah. done it himself. Well, Del Rio was doing it, too. Yep. Right. Yep. There's, yep. There's, but there's not many. There's a handful of them, right? We said, honestly, we didn't know we would ever, like, get to this point where we could, you know, support our families. My, my wife's a stay-at-home mom. I'm taking care of both my kids just from wrestling. Right, like, all right. Just uh, from wrestling on the just, independent side. Yeah, exactly. We're so blessed to have this opportunity, and like mm. we've we've created this, and like the Super Kick Party is like it's our brand. It's kind of like how we've branded ourselves and marketed ourselves. It's like our campaign. Right. It's like become a movement almost. Like I, I, I know you've talked about the Yes Movement on here before. Like that's our Yes Movement. It's a Super yeah. Kick Party movement. Well, you because know? it happens organically. Yes. You know, and the fans mm-hmm. are a part of it because because like you said, they feel that the. 
I always felt like if I could believe in somebody, then I would really want to be a part of it and follow mm-hmm. them, whether it was a band or a wrestler or an actor, whatever yep. it may be. And you guys have that credibility of you're going to do it your way, right. which pisses some people off. It pisses a lot of people. Yeah. So be it, right? Yeah. It's kind of like an underground movement that yeah. we've, we've created. And we have cult-like uh, a following from yeah. our fans that yeah. support us like crazy. It's mm-hmm. it's nuts. Like, well, I'll get tweets every now and then from a fan mm-hmm. saying, hey, I just bought my 30th Young Buck t-shirt. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what? I don't that's have almost, five of the same t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, like right, a $1,000 right. on on us yeah, just yeah. from one fan. Like, like It's mind-blowing. A different one every yeah. day of yeah. month? <laughs> yeah. Is that what yeah. this is? But you it's know? awesome, though. I think it comes from a real place, so like you said. Like, but you know what? This is us. And if you like it, you like it. Right, right. And right. I think it's from the sympathy that we've had because back in 2009, we went to TNA. Mm-hmm. Didn't we, work out. we were there for about two years, but it didn't work out. In what way? Uh, uh, man, I it, the, 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 the storylines really were kind of weird. Mm-hmm. They broke right. us up. So we were, they turned us into a singles act, which didn't work. What is the uh, obsession with companies wanting to break up know. tag teams? It always made me I know. mad. Yeah, like, I why know. do that? Yeah, you know? so we want to be the first tag team that never. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, so right, right. so after after TNA didn't work out, we uh, we had some tryouts for WWE, and uh, that didn't go our way. Uh, we Did caught they not s- see anything in you. No, there we, we too small. Uh, no, they too they liked us. I think uh, we never got this. Actually, I like, don't know the full reason. Yeah, why it never worked but out. we Booker T didn't like us. Uh, he said we disrespected him backstage at, oh, at yeah. one point. 2010, right? Or right. 2011. 2011. This when was after TNA. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't go our way then. Uh, now we're cool with him. We we saw him recently at an indie, and we we squashed all that. We're like, well, whatever. That was just, it was stupid. It, it was a miscommunication. rule of wrestling. Exactly. You have to shake somebody's uh-huh. hand 12 times a day. Yeah. <laughs> it know? was just a miscommunication. Like, we were busy that whole day because they had us doing tryout matches the whole day. And, and green room stuff, too. Yeah, and promo stuff. And we literally didn't have a chance to say hi to him so right. we, we told him our story later on right. but even th- that didn't work out with them they didn't want us at that point ring of honor hired us and jim Cornette was uh doing the booking at that in 2012 mm. ish for some reason he didn't like us either uh he didn't yeah, he bo- still bitches about it uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> you notice that <laughs> he didn't see anything in us as a tag team which yeah. shocked me but uh that didn't go well so th- ROH actually fired us. Not fired us. They let our our contract go. Really? Uh huh. So the sympathy that we were gathering up from our fans was crazy at this up. point. Yeah. And Matt was actually contemplating quitting wrestling. But I was yeah. like, Matt, we're we're in this for a reason. I don't think we would be at this level for no reason. We've done it for so long. Right. Something's gonna happen. And that's when we started the Super Kick Party. Well, deal. why were you Before contemplating even, leaving? I, I was. I just had my first kid. And right. I was like, it's scary. I'm yep. not making any money. This yeah. is ridiculous. There was no like, guaranteed money coming in. It changes your whole perception everything. of what's important. When you mm-hmm. become a father, yeah. everything changes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, to touch on what he was saying about, oh, we started. Do you have kids it, too, Nick? Yeah, I got okay. two. Yeah, two apiece. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we, we looked at each other and we said, if we're, I said, Nick, if I'm either going to quit or we're going to have to do something different. Like we're going to have to change the whole way we look at this. Like, mm-hmm. what are we doing wrong here? Like, maybe we're the ones in the wrong. Why don't these guys like us? What's this and that? And finally, we just looked at each other. You know what? Let's do what we did in the backyard back in HRW back when we had fun. Mm-hmm. You know what we would do back then? We throw up too sweet. We tell people to suck it. Mm-hmm. We would throw super kicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> we did whatever, like whatever we wanted. Yep. And it was fun. And I used to love wrestling. And to this day, I look back at those days, and I, I those were my most fun days as a wrestler. Right. right? Travel with my buddies. Like it was awesome. I was like, why don't we just do that again? You know? And he's like. Yeah, you're right. I think you're yep. right. So we, we came to PWG 
WG where we were already kind of doing that act, mm-hmm. and we just did it a little bit crazier, a little bit more. And, and the fans it, loved it, so we were like, "Man, we got to bring this act everywhere." everywhere. Yeah. And that's what we pretty much did, and it yeah. caught fire, and Since here we are now. The roof. And then yeah. we got we got uh, called to come to New Japan, exactly, which, is, which yeah. was actually because of that was our goal too. That yes, that was one. That was man. that was the next step. We're like, man, we're burning all the candles out in North America. We <laughs> yeah. got we got to go do <laughs> something, go, get something going over there. <laughs> yeah. right? We made relationship a, a good friendship with Okada, who's like the head guy. He, he was in TNA. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the top guys there right now. But he was in TNA actually for a little while, and they did not use him oh, at yeah, all. So we were in that. Yeah. All three of us, we were like, man, TNA didn't know what to do with us. Let's show them what we could do. But we got to go overseas and do it. <laughs> but it didn't help, hurt that he was on your exactly. side. Exactly. Right? Yeah. He's like, do you guys want to come to Japan? And we said, this is perfect for us right now. We mm-hmm. need this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we show up and... Uh, we were doing the same act. That Tiger, we're about. Tiger Tori says. Japan, Tiger you know? Tori says, "Oh, you guys are joining the Bullet Club, man!" And we're like, "Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. You guys Bullet yeah, Club. yeah." We're like, "That's perfect." Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, "Perfect." Like, now let's let's explain. You know, and, and a lot of people listening know who the Bullet Club is, but let's explain what basically the hottest heel group. Yep. In Japan, yeah. in the world right now, although we'll get to, there's been a little bit of uh, some raiding going mm-hmm. on, that sort of thing, but but the Bullet Club is the shit. Yeah. T-shirt sales and, mm-hmm. and you know heat and all that sort of thing, and you guys are right in the mix of that. And you know what? I think it works because Gato, the, the head booker yeah. over at New Japan, oh, yeah. he doesn't give us any, like, what's the word I'm any looking for? Any boundaries. Yeah. He doesn't put he, any he, chains he, on you. Exactly. He says, go out and do whatever you guys want. I trust you guys. You go out and have some fun. And, and we always do our best when nobody, when they just say, go. Yeah. Like, it's, it's Super Dragon, the guy who books PWG just says, hey, Bucks, go. Mm-hmm. And we go out there and we make magic. Now, now Gato's telling us, go. We're like, okay. We're like, wow, He's we finally got the big stage. Yeah, ex- it's funny because Jado and Gato and I were in Mexico together in 93 and yep. then in Japan together. Mm-hmm. And Gato always loved Memphis wrestling. Uh, he always loved that style and that right. book. And you can see how he books, even, wow. even to the point of giving you guys some freedom. Mm-hmm. And so the finishes are very easy to follow. It's funny to see that because you never would think that could work in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's just basic mm-hmm. psychology. He of westernized uh, New oh, Japan. That's he, right. He yeah. saved New Japan. He totally did. It yeah. was on a decline. And it he was. This in and now business is just. And up, it, it's crazy. We just did the Tokyo Dome. Right. Forty thousand people. Yeah. And what it, was it? What was you guys in a four way match? Or yeah, four way right. tag match. We, we opened the show. Who else was in it? Uh, Red Dragon, Side and Ricochet were one team. Amazing. Yep. Both those oh, guys man. amazing. Trent, Trent and Rocky Romero. Yeah. Yeah. Rapungi Vice. Awesome guys, man. They're called the Rapungi Vice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's caught on real well over there. They, they love is the it. big uh, bar area yep. in Tokyo, yeah. <laughs> our, we took our parents out to Japan. We took yeah. them down to Rapungi and went to the uh, old Hard Rock Cafe. Nice. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Gas Panic Club. Oh, yeah. It's fun, man. We had a good time. I had my baby, I had my seven-month-old boy out in Japan. Oh, you went to Japan? Yeah, took how'd everybody. He, how did he do on the great. flight? Yeah? Great. yeah, That's a long flight. Oh, my if gosh. If he got upset, my wife would just put him on the boob. And that, <laughs> I have a four-year-old daughter. She was acting a little crazy at times. Yeah. Right? Oh, they did, they did great, though. I was shocked how good they did. All right, there are some seriously talented luchadors in AEW, and not all of them speak English, which can make putting together matches a little challenging sometimes. That's why I signed up for Rosetta Stone. I'm learning Spanish, amigos. Hey, amigas. See? Already learning. Haha, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You don't even have to learn Spanish, though, because Rosetta Stone has 25 languages, including French, German, Korean, Arabic, and Polish, and Japanese. That's what I'm going to do next. I spent a lot of time in Japan, and I still work with a lot of Japanese wrestlers at AEW, like Takeshita, 
So having a better handle on the language will definitely show in the ring. Communication is key. And learning Spanish on Rosetta Stone has been so fun and easy. They've got this true accent feature that gives you feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. Sort of like having a personal trainer for your accent. I'm using the app, but you can also do the lessons on desktop or laptop. I also like that I can download the lessons and do them offline, which is perfect for a plane. I can sit there on a flight and work on my Espanol. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Talk is Jericho listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Jericho. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Jericho today. That's rosettastone.com slash Jericho. Do it today. All right, we're still sitting here with Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Um, now, who was in the Bullet Club when they brought you in? Uh, so the original guy, it was, it was uh, I, at first. I call him Chad, but his name's Carl Anderson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Carl Machine. Tama Tonga. Tama Tonga. Fale, the big guy, mm-hmm. uh, big rugby player, and then and uh, Ferg. And Ferg yep, Dippen. those were the first they were four. The four. So we were the first new members that they brought in outside of the original group. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then, th- so there's just you six. Yep. Yes. Okay, and for a little while. But then AJ comes over. Before AJ, it was uh, Luke Gallows. Gallows yep. coming. Right. Yep. Uh, he was going to be Carl Anderson's after, tag team partner. Yeah, after Luke Gallows, it was AJ Styles. And then AJ came in. Okay. So now AJ, Doc, Carl, and then Nakamura all get raided, worst kept secret in wrestling that they're going to WWE. <laughs> How did you guys, is, is that uh, something that was a shock? Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's your top. Or, oh, man. Yeah. Four of the top. Yeah. And, it, guys and it all happened in front of us. We saw it all like, happen, and we'd kind of known about it for a little bit. So it was like one of these things. Like it was, but we, it, we, it was like I knew the world was ending, yeah. but nobody else. Yeah, yeah. but, but we mean? saw like, the actual meeting right in front of our eyes, and we wow. were like, "Oh my gosh, what is going it was on?" A total surprise for, for oh, yeah. New Japan. Oh yeah, for those guys. Mm. See, that's the thing. When you're on the road, and I, I was going to bring this back before you talked about how you took a seventy-five dollar cab ride to, <laughs> you know, there's a real because ROH seems to me a lot like maybe ECW. Was or WCW, and we were all there. Your gang, you become very close knit, you know. And in Japan, especially when you're a foreigner over there, if you're going over there for a two week tour or three week tour, you guys travel together, you eat together, you know, you're 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 strangers in a strange. You're family, pretty much. Very much much family. Mm -hmm. You get very close to them. So it must have been kind of sad for you guys too, just losing your friends. And we still don't know exactly what's going on because we're being kayfabed a little bit from. From the group, oh, we, yeah. we don't know. We just know they're done with New Japan. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like, well, they've probably been told, "Don't say anything." Right. Yeah, know? exactly. But even just like you said, the fact that they're not going to be down there with us anymore is kind of mm-hmm. like it it's, it, yeah, it was yeah. heartbreaking yeah. for brothers. sure. Right, right, right. They're so, your friends. Uh, it's like the emotional me is going, "Oh man!" <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I hope the best for those guys, man. There's, there's, these guys deserve. If anyone deserves it, it it's, it's guys oh yeah, like that. sure. Yeah. Carl Carl Anderson's been in Japan for eight years straight. Yeah. Yeah. He and we told him, "Like you need to go." home go yeah. to north america that's a long time to be oh over there gosh. with kids and family he's got, he's got three kids too right so it's like go, and he's full time he's on yeah. like what would you say 40 oh my goodness he's something at weeks. least seven months out I of mean, the year yeah that's too much yeah you know that's one of the reasons why baldo left or when a giant mm-hmm. Bernard, it's hard he did it's, it's a hard, hard lifestyle so what happens now to the bullet club i don't know yeah 
honestly, have, we have no idea. Well, we, we go back to Japan uh, what, in a couple weeks. Couple weeks. So I think we'll find out more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's still uh, intact, though. Uh, is it still going to exist? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Uh, the, yeah. They own the the name and the the shirt's still doing great. So, right. and they everyone likes us making never money. Seen a shirt like this ever. Yeah. Ever. And you know what? Huge I think business. I think it's going to make even more money on the shirt now because of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, people will want to know, like you said, who's going to be the replacement. Exactly. So what do you do? It's like you know, you, the lead singer leaves the band. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to replace? Them, <laughs> yeah. you know? I think they have big plans for Kenny Omega, who I think is one of the best professional wrestlers in the world. Yeah. I like. I talk about a guy that just has it all. Like Nick and I second him in the ringside. I'm He's like, unbelievable. Isn't he from, is he from Winnipeg? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's, I've never met him before. Unreal. Oh my gosh, and, um, you would love him. Two guys from Winnipeg. That's yeah. where I'm from. He's he, from Winnipeg. Him and AJ Styles are my top two best wrestlers in the world. In the world. In the world. Wow. That's how good he Kenny Omega is. So we're going to be doing a lot of team with him, like as a trio this year. Yeah. So I know that's one big. We're thing. definitely in the Bullet Club with with him. Yes. Was uh, he in the Bullet Club already? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He was. He was after AJ Styles. Is he the guy the who had a, a match with the with yeah. the blow up doll? That- Oh yeah. oh yeah, and they also and the match kid. with a little kid, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Now that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, if you guys have seen Google. He has a match with like an eight-year-old little girl yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And it's going to house down. It's, it's really good. House down. You know, that's a typical Japan. Yeah. This weird kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And that you know what? That girl actually emailed him recently saying he she wants a rematch. Like and now she's like, yeah, eleven. How did that even happen in the first place? <laughs> she was training, I guess, to become a, a wrestler, and uh, they would practice matches, I guess, and. Yeah. I have no idea. I'll have to get more into that. He's told us yeah. a story. I don't yeah. that's, that's that was insane. from a DDT promotion, which is like they have a crazy, Do, yeah. weird, funny stuff. See, yeah. that's one of those things that like a guy like Cornette just hates. Them. Oh Absolutely. my gosh! Yeah. So, but the, yeah. thing, the business is different now. It is. It you is. Know, guess what, guys? It's been exposed. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to call it, we know that it's yep. show business at this point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's the stuff that people love now, man. Like last year, we super kicked an eight-year-old kid. I don't know if you saw this clip. I it, did not. It went viral, and it was like this really popular clip, and people just know us. For, oh, you guys are the kids that are the guys that kids. Yeah. Yeah, kids, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, people love like TMZ picked it up. Like, How did it work? Why did you do that? <laughs> we saw this. This this kid was a the kid of one of the uh, the announcers, right? Mm-hmm. At a small independent show in Japan we or in the states? No, no, in the was, states, uh, locally actually. actually. Okay. Yep. Yeah, this is in Chino. Chino <laughs> yeah, a little right. company called IWL. Yeah, and the kid is just loves us. Like we're his favorite wrestler and wrestlers, and he's just like. Dude, it would be my honor to take a super kick from you guys. Can we somehow get this on the show? And this Dad kid, even wanted us to do it. And this kid always practices with the, the wrestlers before the shows, like yeah. just play fighting. Right. Right, so we right. saw him in the ring taking some sweet bumps. We're like, yeah. whoa, this kid's pretty capable. <laughs> and uh, oh. we, you know, we, we practiced with him a few times. We're like, yeah, I think we can do this and make it safe. But I was we on the fence. This guy's the one that doesn't care. I was like, Matt, we're going to get a ton of heat. <laughs> I guarantee you. For exposing the business. Yeah, that. Right. And, and I was more scared kid. of child. Abuse to be honest with you. Forget about exposing the business. Right? He's like, there's no way we're doing. It. I said, there's no way we're not. Doing it. Yeah. Like, he, and he said it. this. He's all this, the clip will go viral. He's like, we're viral wrestlers. This is what we want. I'm like, all right, you it's got a point. The same effect, like with Kenny, like Kenny does the same silly, weird stuff, and people love it. Like he, he's famous for this, this, uh, this match he had. What was it? Like a false count anywhere match? Oh yeah, at a park. Yeah, and they wrestled everywhere. And they took yeah, it, like, like a, a pond, sl- like on, slide. Yeah, right. that, that's another thing like, you got to YouTube yeah. one day. Oh my god, so that was we're incredible. We're kind of the same as Kenny, like in that aspect where it's like we just do out of the box silly things that guys like you know Cornette mm. or old timers would hate, but other people these days love. Yeah. So like we have to kick the kid. You know well, I mean? you know, it's, it's a new it's a new generation, and it's funny because I had Robbie Brookside on this show a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we were talking when we were in Germany in '93. So we're in Hamburg, and you wrestle in the same venue every night, mm. okay? And on Sunday mornings they had this thing called Kinder Catch, where all the wrestlers have to show up at 10 o'clock in the morning. 
Kinder's kids, like okay. kindergarten, and all the kids get in the ring, and you basically like take bumps for them. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, you show them, this is how you do a body slam, this right. is how you do a bump, yeah. and you know, this is how you do a drop kick, they'd have a drop kick contest. And I remember going, this is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> like, this is so stupid. <laughs> but, so that was 20-odd years ago. Oh, wow. Guess what, guys? That's exposing the business, because right. the same people are coming to the show yeah, every night. Right. But it, it was 20 fun. years ago. 20 years ago. Yeah. So I don't, you know, there's always been that element. Yeah. This is not the 60s, 70s. It's changed. Yes. It's all it is. changed. It's different. You know, the other night on Raw, I got the biggest pop of the night by by breaking a trombone. Right. Oh, wow, or telling yeah. people to leave the ring See? and doing a cartwheel. Sure. That's the part of the business. Yes. You know, it's just the way it is, And it's man. fun. And you have yeah. to understand yeah. that it's evolving. Like, I don't want to be one of those guys 10, 20 years from now where, like, I'm the guy going, oh, my God, I can't believe they're doing like, Sure. I don't and you know, this what, moment. And you know yeah. what's funny to me is those guys will go on podcasts and say, that's exposing the business. Aren't you exposing the business by saying this on a podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you have any uh, face-to-face with Jim Cornette? Oh, yeah. This? So tell us about um, that. We recently saw him at a an, uh, uh, what show was it? A Jeff Jarrett's GFW, uh, GFW, oh, GFW show. show. Yeah. Right. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Well, <laughs> he comes up to us and he says, hey, Fox, so good to see you guys. Isn't it, isn't it great that we got the only angle that people believe in these days? <laughs> so that to me told me he's just working. This whole thing's a work. So that's when I just like almost like dried my hand, wet my hands and dried him. And that's yeah, it. We blocked oh. him on Twitter and we said, okay, now we can't <laughs> see any of that. That's the ultimate thing. thing right? yeah. You're really friends when you be, when you follow each other on Twitter yeah. and you're really sending a message when you mm-hmm. block him. Oh, it. Kevin Owens is great at that for oh, sure. Oh, man. Yeah, he's the, his Twitter is the funniest yeah, he's ever. he's good. He's the king. He's just like his, you know, he's got that really smarmy sense of humor. Oh, yeah. That's a little bit warped by the fact that English is his second language. <laughs> so it's just a little bit strange. You know what I mean? So did you have a good time with the, working with all those guys in Ring of Honor? Oh, yeah. yeah. And we just signed a guaranteed contract with them because our year previously was so busy. They set us down and said, hey, we're. We don't want you guys getting injured. You guys are one of our top acts. Wow. We want you guys to stay here and wrestle here. That was and, Tiger and Tori's doing too. Yeah, like New that, Japan was New like, please New guys, yeah. like they they all kind of sat. So down we just signed a said, cool contract where we we wrestle ten weeks minimum New Japan every year, which ends up being like fifteen weeks or twenty Great. weeks. Yeah, at, and we get to do Ring of Honor shows, and we also got PWG in that. That same contract, so we get to do all three of those uh, shows year round, uh, and they, they, they wanted this to happen because they didn't want us to risk our bodies at a small little independent show in front of fifty Which people. Is great. Yeah. So that so those three companies are the only ones you yes. are officially yep. allowed to work yep. for. And what at more this do you point, need? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We felt like it was a great deal because it's like to us, those are the three our three favorite wrestling companies yep. to mm-hmm. work for, and we got the three. So like, we're good. We're now good. you guys have mentioned this a couple of times, and I, I, I know the vibe of it, but the PWG. Mm-hmm. This is a kind of a real phenomenon in that these oh, yeah. matches take place in a very small, I think it's a 400-seat venue that sells out you know, five minutes every yeah. time. Yeah. What's, what's, what's the deal with that place? <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. Uh, I, I know the building has something to do with oh, it. Yeah. And I know that it's, there's also a bar inside the building, which helps out. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think you know when you're drinking alcohol at a wrestling show, I think it, it brings out the volume in your voice a little bit. But, <laughs> but it's I, such an intimate atmosphere. Uh, like you said, 400 people. People be sweaty jam- in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jam-packed in this small little building. It's kind of like the, the ECW arena, sure. but way smaller. Wow. It's probably one-fourth the size, when you it's say? It's become a community, too. Like, uh-huh. Everybody there They're all family and they're friends. They're all the same fans. It's, it's, people are not necessarily wrestling fans. They're PWG fans. Yeah. It's like they're going to this punk rock concert for this one specific mm, band gotcha. that they know. I'm celebrities, sure a lot of them do know yeah. other wrestling, but they love PWG with all their hearts. Like they're, it's like and, their child. And now yeah, celebrities yeah. are coming yeah. out to these events. Right. 
to come watch because of how hot it's gotten. Really? Oh, yeah. who, was, who was there? Oh man, all there's there's uh, point, the whole cast of True Blood was there. Yeah. Not the whole cast, but all the really dudes, okay. Least. Yeah, they were all there. Uh, uh, Sophia Vergara. Yeah, yeah, she was there. She was there. What was she doing there? She just From wanted Love to check family? out an event. I, think I guess it had to do with the the, the, the the werewolf dude. I can't oh, her her, her yeah. husband. Yeah. Uh, he was on True Blood. So he, oh, he knew about okay, it came that. with her. Well, that's pretty cool though. Yeah, that was really cool. Is she is she hot in person? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very hot on I won't admit that to my wife, but. <laughs> just, just, just because you're, uh, what is it? Just because you're chained to the porch, just when you can't walk out the house. Uh, Paramore, uh, the girl, the oh, Haley, oh, Haley no she was there. Uh, there's just a lot so of it's random. Becoming like the place yeah. to be. Oh, yeah. If mm-hmm. you can get a ticket to this place, it's, it's great. Because yep. they have no desire to to grow. grow it. No. Nope, They're they do not want to increase being what they are. They, they don't even want to do like eye pay per views. They mm. don't want to do anything. They want to stay the way they have. Whatever. They want to keep that same model because right. it's worked. Whatever formula they have going. It works. It works. Like, yeah. I don't think they want to screw with it. Like it's do, magic in that building. Do they jack up the ticket prices? Yeah, that, and that's what they're do doing. Money off it. Yeah, right? because yeah. I do the math, and I'm I'm seeing the live gate, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's why he keeps running like this. Sure, he's doing great. From what you're making off, yeah. Like, how do you afford this? <laughs> yeah, whatever, right. And he's a lot of matches on those shows. Mm-hmm. And, it, the one thing that they do say is their DVD sales are unreal too. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. and I, I mean, it's 2016 and DVDs. Yeah, are still I know. Selling. I was gonna say yeah. DVD, man. Yeah, I was talking to the HighSpots.com owner, and he says that's the number one DVD always. Really? Yeah. That's funny. I bought a, a MacBook the other a couple months ago, and I went to put a DVD in. You don't even have a DVD player. <laughs> really? Oh wow! I had to buy a little gimmick <laughs> oh, DVD geez. player, plug it in the MacBook. I'm like, mm-hmm. this sucks. It's, it's becoming obsolete. Yeah, no kidding, yeah. right? So yeah. just the fact that it can still exist on that. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Ring of Honor. I mean, obviously it's been growing so much. You guys are one of the cornerstones there now. Who else is uh, are, are the bigger names there? Oh man, this one guy. You might have heard of him, Dalton Castle. Oh, I'm a big fan he, of his. Matt and I say this yeah. all the time. He's He's the guy, the the one guy that has gotten over with the Ring of Honor audience faster than anyone we've ever seen yep. in the eight, seven years that we've been at Ring of Honor. It's unreal. Just over-the-top personality, yep. kind of like a Liberace, uh-huh. weird. It's so and every, modern, though, man. It, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Every city we go to, the fans are on their feet for his entrance, and we're like, wow, they're following this act. They like this. This is brilliant. It uh, works. Yeah, another tag, a tag team, Red Dragon. Uh, Kyle, O'Reilly Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby, Bobby Fish. Fish. They're incredible. Yep. Uh, one of the they were in Japan with you guys. Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah, yep. Uh, just, uh, the Briscoe wonder, brothers are uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, Mark and Jay, amazing guys. Uh, they got a heck of a tag team division right now. Oh yeah, uh, we've we've been uh, wrestling Alex Shelley a lot lately too. He's back over there. Uh, they got Chris Saban back there too. Now he's, really, he's working. Yeah, yep. okay. he's, he's killing it. They got a great tag division uh, that we like to mix it up with. So uh, man, who else is there that? We've been doing some really good stuff with Rhett and Kenny lately. Yep. They're, they're called the All Night Express. So they got a lot of tag. They got a lot of tag teams. Is there uh, is, is is there a buzz about Ring of Honor? Is it growing? I think so. Uh, when we were working there, uh, 2011, 2012, with with the Cornette era, mm-hmm. we like to call it, uh, <laughs> the house shows were drawing nothing. It, it, was, was it was down to like two to three hundred people, and mm-hmm. Matt and I were scared. We're like, man, Ring of Honor's in trouble. Uh, now we're we're happy to say that they average a thousand people a show now. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that, and that's great to hear because things have have been growing. Just constantly, like uh, we'll do the meet and greets before the shows, and people just want to line up and and pay money. Yeah. They're at the merch stands buying the T-shirts. Like yeah. when you see people are spending. just spending money constantly, we know something's working. You know yeah. what? It is? It's the rub they got from New Japan because they have this yeah. relationship with New Japan. Mm-hmm. It started a couple years ago, and ever since they teamed with them. 
business has been up. Like hmm. they've tr- they've done more for us than I think they even realize. It's been a big viable alternative now. Oh, yeah. Besides, you know, WWE is yep. that. Is there? Um, I was going to say with uh, with NXT kind of starting. Is that something that's kind of tapping into some ROH business? Or you know what? That, we were discussing this on the ride here right. actually, and right. Matt actually thinks it's it's the, better for the business. So many people saying, "Man, NXT is killing the Indies." I'm like, really? Because when I came, when it was contract negotiations, there's a fear of me going there. So now I get more money. So NXT is great for business. Man. <laughs> yeah. Like that's my thing. It's, it's the classic thing. The more places there are for the boys to work, mm-hmm. the better Absolutely. it is. Because that, I think they realize, hey, we could go jump to NXT tomorrow. Tomorrow. Or hey, the Briscoes could go to NXT whenever they want. Like I think it helps with the well, negotiations. And also from there, and too, it's like, well, the young bucks are available. We don't want them working for Ring of Honor. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So, I mean, I'm sure that's what happened with the Bullet Club. But that's what I mean. Like, so it, 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 there's always or been high risk wrestling. High risk wrestling <laughs> return, right? Um, but I mean, that's that's always good for the business when you have those options, mm-hmm. especially like I said, when there's guys like yourselves who are actually going out there and, and, right. and doing this on your own and, and being very successful with it. How did you guys get the name Young Bucks? Uh, man, so we were working at the Grand Olympic Auditorium in LA. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. Sure, there. famous place, famous right? Place, yeah. Right now, it's like a church or something, I think. Okay, but uh, at the time. Uh, we were going to get booked to do this huge show there, which was going to be the biggest show we've ever done. I was 16 years old at this time. Too. At that point, the and most it, people we had a wrestle in front of was like 50 people. This place was sold out, so I think I, I don't know how much it held, but it oh was probably gosh. five to six, seven yeah. thousand people. Who was on top for that? Santo. Yeah. Was still oh, Blue, Blue Demon. Blue Demon was on it, it was too. A big so. lucha yeah. crowd. Lucha crowd, right? Yeah. Conan was on it. There were a bunch of big the, names. The guy who was running the show, he saw us at a small indie wrestling each other, actually, mm-hmm. and he's like, he finally called me a week or two later. He's like, I saw you and your brother tear it up the other night, man. I'd love to have you guys on my show. Said, yeah, we'd love to. We weren't even a tag team at the time. We were just two singles guys for yeah. some reason. What were your we names at that point? I was uh, Mr. Instant Replay, and he was uh, <laughs> I was Slick Nick, Nick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wore blue, and I wore red. That was pretty much the only way I like to Mr. Instant Replay and Slick Nick. Yeah. <laughs> slick Nick. <laughs> so uh, he's like, I'm going to put you guys as a tag team. I was just, I remember kind of thinking... That's weird. We're not a tag team. Like, okay, yeah. well, fine. You know, My whatever. Brother? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't see it back then. Right, you know? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we, we show up to the show, and I, we didn't realize this guy didn't even know our name. Mm-hmm. So we look at the card, and like we're looking for our names. Where's Mister Edson Replay? I don't, <laughs> where's Slick Nick? We don't see it on there. <laughs> so finally, I pulled the guy aside. His name's uh, Joey Chaos. He used to wrestle for this company out here called uh, XPW. Yeah. And uh, I said, Joey, you know where are we at? He's like, Oh, you're right here. Your match, whatever six. And I look, and it says. The young, uh, young bucks versus the Mongo brothers, which was him and his, and his cousin, I believe. <laughs> I said the young bucks. Said, yeah, we couldn't really, you know, remember your guys' names. I mean, we just called <laughs> we, you guys the young bucks. We were pissed. We're like, oh, that name sucks. Oh, you can't remember <laughs> our names. I'm, I'm Mr. Instant Replay, man. <laughs> 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 Nick, it's pretty yeah, easy. Yeah. So he's like, I, but tonight you're just going to be Matt and Nick, the young bucks. Is that cool? And yeah. we're like, well, I guess, like, all, you know. And, and he kept booking that same right. uh, arena uh, as a uh, us called the young bucks, and it just caught on. Finally, there. we just accepted it. Like the first night, we wrestled in the blue and red. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. The second night, we're like, we probably should then, get some matching yeah. gear, man. Yeah. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, it caught on, and uh, other independents out here started booking us as the Young Bucks, yeah. and we we're like, okay, let's just do it. We yeah, hated yeah. it at yeah. first, of course. You know? The first time I went to Japan it was with Lance. We were the Sudden Impact, mm-hmm. and so we go, and Lance comes over to me. It's the first show, and you know he's pretty scared, and the card is up on the wall. And he comes over and goes, we're not on tonight, man. I'm like, what? We're not on the show. We're like, what? So I, you know, I start at the bottom. I'm looking. I get to the very top. And I'm just like, no, we're on the show. We're working on the main event. 
These are the names: Kleiss and Runtz. <laughs> oh Where man! Where did they come up with this? Chris, Chris and Lance. Oh, okay, Kleiss oh, and Runtz. Wow, that's great. Let's go with those dude, Kleiss and Runtz. <laughs> that's funny. Do you guys like uh, being in Japan and kind of the travel there? Yeah. And that oh sort yeah. Of stuff? We've been going out there since oh eight oh nine. I think mm-hmm. we started with my first two. My then. first oh, yeah. tour going to Japan was at eighteen years old. Man. So I was scared to death. Right. I, I remember, I still tell the story to this day. I remember flying there and then landing in Tokyo. I'm 18 years old. Yeah. I'm like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> I, I don't see any English. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, Matt, what do we do? We're looking for our ride. And sure enough, our ride was late, but we had no clue. We cell phone, tell you. Cell phones, forever. Yeah, cell phones didn't work at that time. Mm-hmm. We were still using the green uh, phone. I, the, you're probably cards. aware of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were calling up random numbers like, hey, what? are we doing it took two hours for our ride to finally get there and then yeah. when we finally got to the hotel we we're like oh thank god we're at the hotel we get into this little elevator we're like oh my god i remember being scared to death i slept in matt's room yeah. that first night <laughs> like, we, were, yeah. we were like hungry too we yeah. were like i don't even know how we, we go out there and like how do we spend money like, yeah. we were so naive so right? naive no, dude i had the same thing i was 19 the first time uh-huh. i had no See, idea yeah. where do you even go exactly I remember they gave me like ten thousand yen oh, yeah. uh all in thousands i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i'm $10, rich thousand dollars <laughs> and it's worth like you know 12 bucks yeah i don't even think they gave us money to spend no so like we were just confused nobody explained anything to us we were just like, we got money we at the it? airport I, I believe but we were scared to death yeah i think i remember him sleeping on my tiny little 18 year old naive kid yeah. and before that we we didn't do much that was like our first break so it was like yeah. man this was scary they were just guys from southern california that yeah did a couple spot shows on the weekend weekend warriors you know yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in japan yeah Booked Holy in Japan. God. Yeah. Did they have a, a? Did they get a work visa for you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It was for Dragon Gate. Gotcha. Uh, right. That's the number two promotion out there nowadays. Is it really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Behind New Japan. They, it's number two. two? Yep. Are you kidding right. me? Yeah. They've they've gained a lot of popular or population popularity. I should yeah. say. Yeah. Did you guys have an issue with the food when you were over there? What oh, kind of are you like? kidding? Yeah. Yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We tried everything just out of respect. Because you go to sponsor dinners, you're like, I don't oh man, yeah. Respectful. We tried everything. Got sick every night. Oh yeah. Stuff. Oh. Just raw, random stuff. Raw liver, raw, raw horse, raw, raw everything. Yeah, they love everything raw. raw. This this piece of sushi costs seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. You must try it, and it tastes like you know liquid, like mm-hmm. gelled shit. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, dude! This, this stew with just weird stuff. This thing was floating around, and Nick and I. Were like, this is like this looks like penis stew. Yeah, we like, call it penis stew. Penis stew. <laughs> Which, oh man, it, it probably was. was to be honest, <laughs> I, the first tour we did thirty five days. Man, wow, we, that's a long time. We, first, first tour, yeah. and we lost so oh, much I was weight. Say, man, <laughs> but we smartened up the next tour. We packed so much like random chicken, chicken can. can. Yeah. But you know what was chicken. bad? Uh, we had McDonald's every single day yeah. the next tour. Yeah, so the second tour, I come home fat. My, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my fiance at the time, she's just like, "Oh my god, what yeah. happened?" The first one, what's we going lost on? Yeah. But, that, but that's what happens though. You go over there, and when mm-hmm. you don't know anything else, you see you know the golden arches. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, that's what we say. Chicken. It's that's like funny. at least I know what this is. We say that. We're like, oh, the golden arches, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're in a country town, man, and there's nothing available. Yeah. Like, now we're, man, and we're... And when Matt says nothing, he's not saying that there's, there's options. There's the, everything literally closes at like 8 yeah. o'clock, mm-hmm. and your yeah. show ends at 9 or whatever. Yep. There's not even a, There's nothing. nothing. Literally nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You know, if you can so, find a bowl of noodles, you're lucky. Exactly. Yes, some, absolutely. Some nights, to this day, we starve. But yeah. like now, if we're in Tokyo, we're, we're making good money now, so we're like, screw this. We're, we're yeah. eating whatever we want. Anything westernized that we'll... Go to. We took our family to Japan and like we 
we're eating, there's a TGI Friday now, right in Tokyo yeah, Dome City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're like, this isn't bad. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? We're like, trust me. We're like, it's not come like on. This. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, we're treating you well. <laughs> you, get the, you get the pizza with corn and octopus yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What a, come on, man. Like, the time, how can you ruin a pizza? Yeah, well, they can do it. They can. The worst one I saw, we were on a like a rooftop restaurant and they had like the grill mm-hmm. they took a lobster they said what lobster pick lobster okay i'll i'll choose this one yeah. right. pull the lobster out of the water stick it onto like the the pan like the the skillet and just hold it on there with, oh and this gosh. thing's still alive oh, and they're holding gosh. it down with the skillet basically burning it alive oh, in front of you brutal. and you can hear it's oh, going like me <laughs> And then you gotta oh, eat this and then the eyeballs are like, it's like, ah, oh, here you go. I'm like, yeah, here's dinner. Watch this die in Jeez. front of me. I don't think I can do Torture it. Torture is death. Torture, <laughs> yeah, the terrible death. The uh. terrible death. So, so you guys go back to Japan, yeah. and you're still doing the Ring of Honor. So, is it? Uh, how about in the styles in the ring? Is is there? Are they similar uh, as far as what you got to do and adjust? Different. Yeah, like, definitely. We spent uh, our first year in Japan, like. Thinking, God, these people still don't know who we are because we go up to these entrances in the country towns and people just no clue, no reaction. It took us one year, probably, would you say, for people to one finally full go year of oh, being on TV, Mato yeah. Young Box, like Mato, yeah, like, yeah. To, to understand <laughs> our moves and our sense of humor. Now it's to the point where like they're just like anybody else. They're they're cheering along and singing along with our songs and stuff, and they know our stuff now. But but it took a while to get to to get to get over our yeah, first yeah. match I and never, to get the style right. Like mm. we did we did way too much our first match. Oh yeah, we went out there and we. we were like let's throw a super kick party. They showed Japan with super kick parties. They didn't understand. It was Cork and Hall. It, it was it was like a part of a big tag division uh, tournament. I remember taking a superplex to the floor yeah. onto oh mat, just on the we mat. We weren't even main event or anything. We were probably like what third match. Yeah, uh, I killed Matt. I landed right <laughs> Who gave on you that? Uh, Trent Beretta. Spanky oh was in our match gosh, too. Yeah, like, really we were all that. trying to get jobs. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, that'll get us jobs. We were motivated, but yeah. that's one of those ones where everyone in the back is watching, going, "I'm never taking that." Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I heard when we got to the back. Remember, uh, Machine Gun kind of smartened us up, and everyone was kind of questioning, "Hmm, are these guys right. ready mm-hmm. for this?" Because we we did way too much. But sure. We were trying and to, Gato told us yeah, he's, he's like. like Good and big impact, but please, maybe less. <laughs> yeah. like, maybe we, less. we smartened up quick because we didn't realize how much we'd be wrestling out there. Right. <laughs> and it's every day. So you can't do that style I, every I day. I want to go back to the, the superplex from the top rope outside. How do you how are you catching him on yeah. this? Man, I was the down only one out there, too. Or? I'm on my feet, and if you watch it on tape, it looks like on the Final Destination movies when the bus <laughs> comes and hits someone. That's what my body looks like. I just get overwhelmed by human beings. Like, it's two guys that just overwhelm my body. Oh, yeah, because like, he's coming over yeah. yeah, like I just I caught two guys. Trimperetta like, took a straight back bump up from the yeah. top. I wow. I was a little better yeah, with, with because well that and he's my brother. He's going to catch me better than the other guy. Trimperetta was was a dude buster, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, he's yeah. awesome. He's That's, tearing it up in Japan. Though. I heard he's doing great. Yeah. He's doing really the last great. time I saw him, we were uh, taking a bus from Geneva to Madrid because remember when the volcano happened? Oh, that's right. Ago? Yeah, and everyone was stranded yeah. overseas. Uh, in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So we had to get back to do Raw, even though we were SmackDown guys. So, but the thing was, we only had enough room for like 10 guys on the crew. So they had to leave a couple guys behind. The mm-hmm. dude buses got left behind. That's the last <laughs> I ever saw. Wow. I, I heard that they stayed in Geneva with some chicks and they were like, <laughs> and, you know, they started their own cult. And I was like, they're probably like, you know, Before running. Before now, you thought he was still out there. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was like yeah. the president of Switzerland or something. So I'm glad to see he's, uh, uh, he's okay. a great guy. He's super weird, but he's, 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 funny <laughs> he's a wild right? card. That's for sure. Yeah, he's a good one. And th- another thing we did in that match was I think we did one of our big finishers. We called the Indie Taker, where I hold uh, the guy up in a tombstone and my brother does a springboard. He kind of just like, assists. 
you know, the move. Into like a pile driver. To 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 Spanky, who kicked out (laughs) in our first match. Yeah. Which was a mistake, but again, we're trying to get But Spanky wanted that. He was like, I need that kick out, guys. Give me that kick out. (laughs) Give me that kick out. You know, let's do it. So we had a really good match. It was just like, it was a little too much. That was the one thing they were real mad about. One way, and the other way, people going, what the hell? But then again, you're talking about Japan, where once again, 20 years ago, I remember seeing like Samurai versus Kanemoto. Uh, uh, jumping pile driver, mm-hmm. stand up. I pick you up, give you a pile. Yes. Driver. You stand oh, yeah. up, you pick me up, and give me yeah, the, exactly. the old uh, trading pile driver. Plus, this happened for years. Then. <laughs> yeah, tell me about the Meltzer driver. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What yeah. the hell is that? <laughs> so the move I just described to you, the Indy Taker, it's essentially the same thing except Nick does a springboard and he does a full front flip. I've seen it. How okay, the hell yeah, yeah. do you do that? <laughs> well. Uh, Pretty much improvising. Uh, I thought I could do it one day, and uh, we were wrestling uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. We explained the move to them. They're like, "Wow, that, you should do it today." And I was, like, I don't know if it's possible. I, uh, it was just in my head. I, I don't know if I can do it. They're like, yeah. "Nope, you're doing it, and you're going to try it on us." Like, oh God, okay. <laughs> uh, I just tried it, and it went perfect. Yeah. So perfect. You, so Matt is holding the guy in a, in a, in a regular tombstone yep. position, like yep. a tombstone position, yep. and you're. Doing I springboard, springboard. Front, flip, front flipping, basically as if you're going to do a leg drop. Exactly, but and I catch the legs. guy, and then we both come down at the same time. And you're sitting, and you're yeah. coming down. Yeah, the so it looks like a tombstone you know and a pile driver at the same time. You got to credit Frankie Gazarian because we told him about this idea we yeah. had for this move, which we'd later call the Melcher driver, and he's like. You guys got to do it on me tonight. And we never had the courage to do it. Yeah. And Frankie's like one of those guys, just is a huge ball. He's just yeah. like, just do it. Who cares? Do it. <laughs> it's like, okay. And we just did it. And it was because of him telling us to do it. Like, we would yeah. probably never have done it. Exactly. We probably, was, I do. We just someone on. has to take it. Right. Absolutely. And it was him. And it was him. Terrified. <laughs> yeah. Those two are nuts. They'll yeah. do anything. That's wow. two guys yeah. we neglected to talk about, too. When we were talking about Ring of Honor teams, like, yeah. The, two of the best. The, two of the locker room leaders. Yeah, uh, exactly. Christopher Daniels and Frankie Zarin. Having these guys, like, we're, we're, we're road buddies with these guys. Mm-hmm. It's like we're married to them on the road. Like, having them in the back is, like, the greatest thing for us because we learn so much from them. Seasoned vets. Oh, my yeah, God. So good. Chris, you know? They know oh, the yeah. things that we still don't know because we just haven't done this as long as them. Mm-hmm. You know, so we like to pick their And some people things. might not want to take advice from me. I'm 26 years old. So, But Christopher Daniels, you know what I mean? He's yeah. done everything, so they'll go up to him. And Absolutely. get the advice. He is the respect. How, how did you come up with why, calling it the Meltzer driver? Uh, it was, it was, it's just a tongue in cheek thing. It's kinda, it was our sense of humor. We're kind of boys with Meltzer, too. Oh, now, yeah, so. you guys are the same he's California <laughs> we guy. Were, yeah. We were driving one day uh, to a show, and I said, God, we should just call that move that, we, that he invented practically. We should call it the Meltzer driver. And he's like, <laughs> as Son. soon as he said that, I was like, oh, my gosh. Right like, someone had a clip of the move, and yeah. I'm like, this is the Melcher driver or something to that effect. And, right, and, then it just and, took and off. sure enough, he uh, voted that the number one maneuver of 2014. <laughs> Smart move. Naming, naming or was it 2015? One of those years. awards all the time. Yeah. Great. Good political uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. move there. Oh, we love Dave. I, I had this idea because whenever I used to work with Mysterio, he was like, it's like playing with your son. You can do anything with him because yeah. he's you know he's just a little guy, right? Even though he like whips your ass, but yeah, I'm gonna throw you up in the air. We'll try this and do this and uh-huh. try that. And I always I had this dream one night, like a literal dream, where I was standing like with my back to the to the rope, and he would do he would jump up and do a springboard backflip. Mm-hmm. And land oh, on my yeah. shoulders into a Frankenstein. Wow. And we always like we we we, we called it we were gonna call it the Frankenstein, <laughs> like the holy 
Wittgensteiner. <laughs> and we never tried it because I think we could have done it, but we never had that moment. Like you said, just do it. Yeah. Like, come on, just do it. Worst uh, yeah. that happens. Oh, I could see you guys doing it for sure. But it's just one of those yeah. like now, I don't think, but maybe someday. You maybe. Know, maybe you guys One of these guys it. nowadays, man, there's so many crazy flyers nowadays. Oh, yeah. that, Who's pretty crazy out there oh, right now? Ricochet yeah. is by far one of the craziest. You know, he's in Lucha Underground as well. Yes. Right? And, his and name he's is, New Japan with us, too. But what's his name in Lucha Underground? Uh, Puma. I saw Puma. him. I yeah, saw Puma. Him. Yep. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's nuts. It's right. almost like you have to stop it yep. and f- pause fast forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. What the hell happened? And you know yes. who... I think is the best flyer in the business right now to this day, but probably doesn't get the credit for is Neville. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he, amazing. He revolutionized Absolutely. it. He's he looks like he's a gymnast out there, and yeah. he's not doing one fourth of what we used to see him do in right. Japan because yeah, he's, he's not allowed to, yeah. and he shouldn't because he's wrestling so often. You know, what right, I mean? right. Another guy, obviously, you've heard of Jack Evans, who yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Calgary kid, yeah, yeah. amazing. Uh, Willow Spray, this guy from yeah, this England, new guy. How do you up. pronounce that? I, I, I think I it's Will Osprey. Will Osprey. Will Osprey. Yeah. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Know, yeah. He's a but new he's guy awesome. coming up. That, <laughs> yeah. that English just, guy, right? Yeah. yeah he's he so just good. got started uh, booking uh, for PWG. He's he's doing PWG shows now, so he's gonna get a lot more exposure to the. Yeah. It's like, how do you even think of this this stuff? Like you think I, everything's I been done, yeah. Right? Yeah. and yet you'll see something like you know, like I said, the Meltzer drive. Right? Yeah. Like you have to like, what the hell am I watching? You know, I think it's those moments like when we finally just gave in to Frankie, and we were like. Okay, screw it. Let's do it. Well, so, but just the concept of how yeah. you thought of it. Yeah. Right. No one's ever done it. I think you have to take those risks sometimes in wrestling. Sometimes it's not the same. Like, uh, is the move dangerous or not? Or even yeah. if it's an idea that might fall flat. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not dangerous. Like, it's just this weird off-the-wall thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like Kenny wrestling a little kid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it could be this weird thing, but if you do it and, and, and you hit a home run, that's how you get over, I think. Yeah. Like, in this day. Or you can fall flat in your face. You know how many times we've fallen oh, flat yeah. on our face? Yeah. You, you have go there and try. You you have to do something that's never been done before, yes. whether it's your look or whether it's your move or your attitude or whatever it may be, because we've seen so much. Yeah, you're right. And that doesn't necessarily mean, okay, a triple Lindy off the top rope exactly. to the floor. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes. It could be a catchphrase mm-hmm. or a look yes. or whatever And it may we be. used to do that type of stuff, but we saw other guys like Ricochet do the 630s way better than us. I'm like, screw that. This yeah, guy makes it, it like look that. way better than right. me. Yeah, there's no way. I'm not doing it now anymore. Instead of yeah. that, I'm going to do a Suck It sing-along where I have the entire <laughs> audience singing Suck It with me during a strike exchange. You know what I mean? That's to me like that could be something that totally falls flat on my face. Like, right. Totally you have fails. To, you have to commit to it though. Yeah, yeah you, you have do. to commit. Yeah. And once again, this is another thing talking about being over. If you are over uh, I remember a couple of years ago when Rock was working with Cena for one of the WrestleMania events, he called him a, a Kung Pao bitch, like Kung Pao Chinese <laughs> I remember that. It's yeah. the stupidest thing ever. It doesn't even make sense, but lo and behold, he said it, and I, it stuck in my head, and it still makes me laugh. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, because it's the Rock. And it was knows, probably trending I worldwide, you know? Yeah. You know, I had this stupid thing with New Day a couple of weeks ago with Rudy Tootie Booty. It's the dumbest thing ever. But I knew... People will chant it. Why? Yeah. Because I'm committed to it, yeah. and people just want to be involved. That's yeah. smart. You know, and the hardcores mm-hmm. hate me for it. You're it's the right. stupidest thing ever. And they you love suck. getting and it's like, involved. Dude, eight-year-old kids like saying Rudy to hey, Rudy because yeah. it's funny, right? And that's yeah. why you do some of the things that you do. Yep. And that's what that's what so gets true. you to the next level way more than, you know, the Meltzer driver yeah, or whatever absolutely. it may be would. Absolutely. You, know, yep. you have to have some too. type of character nowadays. Yep.
Which is smart for you guys to say that because you're working in a place, especially in New oh, Japan, yeah, yeah. and Ring of Honor, not yeah. known for the characters. Usually, I mean, it's just wrestling base, and we're trying to change that with with our characters and with guys like Dalton Castle. Like, yeah. it, it needs a variety, right? The show needs a variety because it used to, ju- like you were saying, it just wrestling base. Mm-hmm. Right? No, we need that act. We need a variety act there because we want to grow as a company. Mm-hmm. So this is what we need, and I feel like our element and Dalton Castle's element to to the show has. The Briscoe Brothers. Oh, yeah, it, like, exactly. It, yeah, see, I, I've seen their matches, but I haven't seen... Like, oh, their characters. They do a lot of promos too, and stuff. Think of Cactus Jack like, as, as a tag team. Yeah. Someone you know told I mean? me they're like chicken farmers from Delaware. Yeah, yeah that, and that's, that's a shoot. Yeah. And, that's, that's, you know, and it comes from a real place. It's real. Yeah. These guys come out there, and that's really them, and that's yeah. why people love it. And it works. Because it's, it's, it's legit. Guys, yeah, it's yeah. legit. You know, so, uh, do you guys do a lot of promos in Ring of Honor? Is that Not, part not of as you? much. Okay. Not as much as you would think, like as you would watch on a, on a Monday night or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't. Not many people do promos there. Right. It's uh, it's more wrestling driven still. And they, they, they only have, have title one. matches or something. It's just more like you got this great team and this great team. They'll, they'll do video sure. packages for that where we can do promos and yeah. stuff like that. Yes. But they only have one hour of shows a week, right. so it's like. They need to get as much wrestling in as possible mm-hmm. because that's what they're best at, I guess. We've been doing more of the in-ring stuff, like on the house shows to close yeah. out the shows, because we're usually like the main event or around the main event. So we'll send the fans home happy with a good baby face goodbye promo type of thing. So right. we're doing more of that type of stuff. Which is cool. Which is cool, but like like you said, an hour is, isn't a lot of they're time. Limited yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. So we, we don't have that chance. We'll pretty much talk into the to the camera as much as we could and yes. stuff like that. That's one big thing we picked up in Japan, talking about the difference of the style. Oh, like, yeah. It's yeah. really quiet out there, right? Like, it's yeah. just the way it is. So the camera's always in our faces, so we've taken it to the point now where we're just cutting promos into the camera during our entrances. It's yeah. like, well, why not? Like, Smart. Because there's people at home watching this on, on yeah. the Japan world yeah. that they know what we're saying. Yeah. Maybe these people don't. Yeah. I, I, I had Booker T on the show just a few weeks ago. He said the same thing. When they first started in WCW, they didn't get a lot of promo time. So somebody, maybe it was Sid or maybe it was Dusty, was uh, like, listen, you don't get promo smart. time. You have 30 seconds going to the ring. Yeah. Talk so your promo. I remember seeing, they're always talking yes, shit. you're right. And that's why someone it. told them so that's true. your promo yeah. time. Smart. So there you go. It's a actually a smart it's, thing a couple of shows now like i'll plug my pro wrestling tees uh, shop like, like you're about to right now i'm doing on the way to the ring like, yeah. like why not i remember at the tokyo dome three weeks yeah, ago i you, go down to matt we striker. made our entrance i go down to matt striker and he's in the middle of calling the thing i pull, i go up to his ear and i said hey can you get a quick plug for my pro wrestling tees.com slash young bucks he's like yeah sure sure enough i watch it back and he gets it in there <laughs> oh cool i just heard today that jim ross is going to be doing yeah. uh comment yeah, yep. that must That's be pretty good. cool for you guys. Yeah, yeah that'll be a big you know, thing. He's, he's, he's great at what he does. Oh, for sure. Know, to he this did, day, he did the last Wrestle Kingdom. Oh yeah, last and year. And it was fun to hear him say "Super Kick Party," "Melter <laughs> Driver," "Super Kick Party." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, kind of, super Kick Party. Good lord. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that's kind of cool. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, a few few questions left. Is, yep. uh, is uh, did you guys ever work against the Hardys? Yeah. Yes. A few times now. Okay, like on indie shows, three or four times. Yeah. Yeah. Man, where did NEW? Yeah, like just indie. some uh, some indie shows how at was, a baseball stadium. They were, how was that? It's great. It was better than I thought they would be. We went thirty minutes the first time we worked with them, and I couldn't believe how like how much energy these guys still have. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I knew they were great. I'm a huge, right. I'm the biggest Hardys mark there is, but like when I was in the ring with them, I, I told them after, I'm, I'm not just saying this. I said, you guys are the best tag team I've ever been in the ring with. Like, wow. Because you guys get the other, the things that, the, the little things. Gets, the, the, it's like the seasoned veteran stuff, the calling audibles. Like yep. I was just listening to them. That's stuff like, 
we don't do as much. Mm-hmm. Like even before we even locked up, I'm talking about the getting the crowd amped up just to, for you to throw your T-shirt in the audience. And right. how do we, then, little then things they look like at that, us yeah. for us to react off that, and then we react, and then they yeah. react off that. And like, we were I'm not used to that. we were the heels that night, so we were yeah. we were putting a heat on Matt Hardy, and I just couldn't believe how much wind he had. He kept getting <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, God, yeah. this guy has so but much so that, wind. That's the thing, like you said, you, you, it's interesting to hear you say that, and I'm glad you picked up on it because you're talking about guys that have worked him in you know there's a WWE style yes. and and the style is waiting and milking every yes. last it, drop out of absolutely. everything you do stay down don't move don't move don't move mm-hmm. and when you get to experience that you realize as good as it is it can get that much better yes. yeah, just by true. waiting that's what that know? is and i thought i had an ear for the crowd mm-hmm. I, I didn't i after that match i realized wow man i really don't yet like i'm yeah. still learning like and we're all we're, essentially no, we're all still learning all of us still i i realized how much better those guys were than me i'm like man it blew me away like and, i want to be that good one day and I maybe thought. not like, better but better just in understanding the ebb and flow of the sure, crowd and exactly. like I said, how to milk. Like, yeah. Better performers. Right. And that's one thing I love about working with a lot of the guys you mentioned. I worked with Neville in Japan. I worked mm-hmm. with Ferg, uh, Finn. And I worked with Owens quite a bit. And we do something. And it's just stay down. Don't yep. move. Don't move. Don't move. And I can see he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You're right. Just stay down. Trust me. Because you know and they're going to come. Suddenly some chant starts yeah. or whatever. Yep. And then after he's like, I never, I never knew. True. And it's like, I never knew either. Yeah. Ten years ago, when I started wow. working with Shawn Michaels, it's hard to have patience sometimes. I guess yeah, we want to rush everything. Yeah. You do because that's, yeah. that's why if you had somebody in there, like you yeah. said, you're over. Mm-hmm. You don't have to rush. They're going right. to be there and they're going to come. And when you start getting that vibe, like I said, that's the real beauty of what wrestling is mm-hmm. all about. And then you throw in some really cool moves mm-hmm. and have some fun. But I just love the element of just sitting there and doing nothing. Yeah. Right, just standing there as a heel, waiting as a baby face or, or whatever it may be. You know, and that's. That's cool that you guys got a chance to yeah. experience. Yeah. We got to work them three times, and we, times, we yeah. learned stuff Russell every time. Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's Philly. right. We tore it up with ECW those. Arena. We got that's to work the Dudley match. boys a few times, too. I was going to say. It was kind of cool to, to wrestle these these teams that we grew up totally watching. Totally different and, styles, too. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, well, but, Dudley's uh, a little bit more brawler, a little yeah, more Yeah, and tough. that's what, exactly what we did, and it was fun. We it, had an eight-minute brawl with the Dudleys. It's one of my favorite matches ever. Well, once again, knowing how to milk everything and knowing how to just put things in the right places. Brilliant. Calling a hardcore match. It, it's yeah. it's fun wrestling Real. people that are better than you. Yep. And it's like for us, like it's hard. Doesn't because happen it, too often where you work. Exactly. Right now. Like there there isn't many above us. We've been teaming for twelve years now. We've As been doing a team, this for a while. you just get good at with yeah, experience. Sure. Exactly. So to wrestle a team that's better than us, it helps us just learn so much more. Well, it helps mm. us get to the next level. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. How is it you guys travel together, obviously? Oh, yeah. How is it being in a team with your brother? I see him more than my wife. It's crazy. <laughs> and, but you know what? We never fight, which is a That's rare cool, thing. Yeah. Never fight. Yeah. We might disagree uh, on how to put something together during a match. That's when we fight the most, I think, is when we're calling a match. Because we're, <laughs> but, we're talking about but, it. But you You're know totally what? It's because we're so, but, but we've, we're so passionate about it. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what's cool about it. Most though. of the time, like, we agree on everything. No, I yeah. Say, as far as but there's goes. certain things that no, it should go here. That's that last so, so should who, go here. Who's, whose opinion takes precedent? Man, I don't know. It's pretty even. Yeah. Sometimes I, if I just if I'm defeated, I'm yeah. fighting. I'll I, <laughs> I'm sometimes very stubborn, so I'm like, no, Matt. I know that the fans are gonna go with this version. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't know. We're, we're it's pretty as, mutual. As similar as we are, though, we're so different too. The way we think, also, mm-hmm. like even in a business sense, like. Nick is the athlete of the of the team. Like I could do a lot of cool stuff too, but he's obviously a, he's better. Yeah, than us yeah, yeah. 
But like, uh, as far as like the business stuff, like I'll design the T-shirts and I'll do all that yeah. stuff, and I'll come up with these catchphrases, the gear and this thing. The, I, I design the gear, but then as far as the end ring work, he's the man. Like I can't touch him. Like you know what I mean? Once again, there's such a, a parallel with Matt and Jeff because right. you just thing. described Matt and Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Matt does yeah. all that stuff, right. and Jeff does yeah. all that's yeah. what's crazy that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is there any teams that you haven't worked with that you want to get in the ring with man, in a dream? I, New Day would be cool. Yeah, I think we would tear it up with those guys. I know that, maybe uh, one day it'll it'll happen. I, I, when when uh, TJ uh, Tyson and, and, and Cesaro, and Cesaro, and Cesaro yeah. were oh yeah, oh my we, god, great team, man. We got to work Ray Mysterio, which was awesome. No kidding. Yeah, who was Ray with? Uh, Alberto Del Rio. Oh, so, which was another would. one of those moments where we learned so much. Yep. Oh yeah, yep. Because we went. Oh yeah, Ray's one of the best. We did a handshake spot that lasted like fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys in Mexico? No, we were in uh, some New York kids there. That's a great match. I'd to see that. We were at a New York random like stadium. It was like three, four thousand people. Yeah. So it was a good house. <laughs> is it a Mike? Um, what's his name? Mike. Came There's a promoter out there who draws. It was NEW. The, it was uh, what's his name? I can't mind being mad at me now. I, 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 Mike, we know who you are. <laughs> he always draws good crowds, <laughs> yeah. like up in the, the Poughkeepsie. Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's yeah, the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Jerry Lawler's always on the show. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Mike yes. O'Hare, Mike O'Collins, Mike. What the hell's your name, yes. Mike? <laughs> what is it, man? You always deal with it. Um, so so uh, and will there ever be a chance that you'll go to the WWE? Do you have that option open? You know what? Yeah, uh, man. If let's just say if, if we didn't sign a contract with Ring of Honor in New Japan three months ago, I think you might be walking in there. <laughs> really? Yeah. So did you did you ever have um, more uh, uh, feelers from them? We've we've talked, but nothing like business wise. Nothing concrete. It's yeah. just been talk. It's never okay. been an actual. Hey, here's an offer. Come work with us. It's been more or less. Hey, here's a tryout. When I come do this, sorry, just it's never worked out. Like, but you know, after what? Just, and by the way, it was Michael Bryan. Michael Bryan. I had Bryan. Like on the phone. Yeah, about, that's yeah, right. Michael Hare. Sorry, Mike buddy. Irish. Yeah, Michael Bryan. He always runs good shows. So yeah. if you're in the uh, area, go check out his shows. New. Um, but I mean, you're talking about like what just happened with AJ. Yeah. I mean, I know exactly. AJ left TNA. He said there really wasn't much interest. Then mm-hmm. he goes and totally kills it. And everyone's yep. talking about AJ Styles. Yep. Suddenly the big leagues sniff him out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you're on their radar as well. I, I could see it. Like if you would ask me a couple of years ago, I would probably I would have said like ah, I doubt it. Like now with all this stuff happening, the business changing, mm-hmm. I, I could, could see happen. it definitely yeah. happening now in the future, maybe in a year or two. But even if it doesn't, I'm so content with what we're doing now right. because I'm having so much fun. And we're making like main roster guy money. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Doing and we have a lighter schedule. That's what I was gonna say with a. Right. With a much less of a yeah. schedule, yeah. You know? and my my wife's loving it now that we we signed this contract because I'm home more. Uh, your wife's obviously yeah. more happy. Kids are happy. Kids the are kids happy. are so happy. You know? But if we want to become celebrities, you know what I mean. We Good we point. would have to go there. Yeah, make we're, real big, possibly. Yeah, like, we're, you know, we're cele- money. we're celebrities in Japan, but we're not where we live. Like mm. we'll, we'll get recognized every once in a while out where we live in the right. U.S., but it's, it's not every day like right. we could. But what's more important? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. It, it comes down to if I want to be happy or... That's the most important thing, right. you know, that you're happy. Mm-hmm. Last question. What's your favorite match that you ever had? Oh, man. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. You had to pick one or a couple of them. Definitely one of the ones of the Hardys, probably. Like, yeah, for sure. It was eye-opener for me. It, because it was like a dream come true, actually. You know what I mean? Like, I literally didn't think it would ever happen. So to actually do it... I, I can't really pick one, but our, like... Our body of work with Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Like, I, yeah. I, I can't, I don't know. We had a really fun one with Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae that, like, people really seemed to enjoy. Do they work as a tag team? Yeah. Because yeah, that's like, like, a, like his girlfriend or his wife or whatever. No, they're just, yeah, they're just, they're how, how do they, anything. how do they do, how do you do that? 
I don't know. It's, <laughs> for, <laughs> some, for some reason, it's worked. It <laughs> we, works. They compliment each we other. We had a bloody brawl with them once at PWG that's on YouTube somewhere, and it was one of my favorite matches of all time, which... We we made the girl bleed. Well, she she chose to bleed. I was <laughs> against it again. Right. That was something I was totally against. You got far too good of a heart for this business. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was completely yeah. out of That's like, let her bleed. Well, I, I had a shoe that I super glued thumbtacks on the bottom of, and I super Ooh. kicked her in the face. Oh, yeah. Wow. My parents aren't too happy with me about that. Yeah, and that, that and it's one. the one match that I told Matt, I said, in 15 years, our little girls are going to watch that on YouTube and say, Daddy, why did you do this? to this poor girl. Well, um, let me explain. <laughs> and we're going to try to just have to say, hey, listen, we're actors sometimes. Yeah, and this college is what... <laughs> education you got, that's basically why. <laughs> exactly. Was, what's the other guy's name? Is Joey Ryan? Joey, Joey Ryan. Ryan. Is Joey yeah. Ryan the guy who like, did like, he grabbed some guy's yeah. cock and yeah. ripped it off? And, and you know what's <laughs> funny? We, we just did a, a spot with him at PWG that was hilarious. He uh, Matt went for a super kick on Joey's yeah, penis. He grabbed it, put it down there. <laughs> and his penis the held same, him. Essentially the same spot. So, and, and the penis makes you, like it grabs it, it's you. It's like grabbing yeah. onto my foot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Some my guy grabbed hurts. his nuts and he was like, oh, my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah loved that one, too. Oh, but but, but yeah. the next night, the next night we got revenge. Uh, he he caught Matt's penis again, I, but I super kicked him in the face, and then I grabbed thumbtacks, put him down his trunks, and we double super kicked Joey's <laughs> penis. Balls, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's great. Uh, pro wrestling guys, what do we need to make a living, right? Oh, yeah. It's it's great. It's great having you guys, man. Thanks for, Thanks for having us. You guys and Cheeseburger are my Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's cool, man. He's getting a little cult following. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. I told him he'd do great in Japan, and he went over there. Yeah, and did, and so. you know what? The Cork and Hall was cheering his name. Yeah, cheese bug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thank man. you. Thanks to Matt and Nick, the Young Bucks, for the great conversation. Get in on the Super Kick Party on Ring of Honor. It's going to be this weekend. It's the 14th anniversary of ROH. Winner takes all. Friday, February 26th, live on pay-per-view from Las Vegas. You can find out all information on ROH.com, on the Twitter, everywhere else that you get your ROH news. You're gonna not wanna gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna not wanna miss this one. It's something like Yosemite, Yosemite Sam. I said Yosemite Sam. Uh, I said you're Sammy Sam. That wasn't even you, Sammy Sam. Who's the character in Looney Tunes that says, ah, is that Foghorn Leghorn? Yeah, Foghorn Leghorn is what it sounded like. Anyways, go in, check out the Super Kick Party on Ring of Honor, at Ring of Honor this Friday. And don't forget New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV starting next month. Um, Young Bucks will be all over that. And congratulations as well to the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega from Winnipeg, like I said. Never even met this guy. I'm going to have to get him on Talk as Jericho at some point. They are now known as the Elite. They defeated Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe, and Toro Yano to win the Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Team Championship at Honor Rising Japan 2016. I think plus the Young Bucks just challenged New Day on uh, YouTube. Go Google Young Bucks New Day on uh, YouTube. Maybe they'll get, uh, maybe, maybe Matt and Nick will get a trumpet. Or uh, an oboe, or a French horn. You got to get something to combat Francesca too. That evil trombone. I was able to uh, dispatch the first one, but it still survives. But anyways, if you're looking for the Young Bucks DVDs, we talked about the Pro Wrestling Guerrilla Battle of Los Angeles 2015, or how about the Young Bucks Too Sweet Journey? You can find them on Amazon, and please use the Talk Is Jericho Amazon links when you purchase. You can find them all at podcastone.com. Click on the Killer Deals button in the top right corner of the page, then hit the Talk Is Jericho button. I got. Am- 
Amazon links for the USA, the UK, the Canada A. Every time you use the Talk is Jericho Amazon links, Amazon will kick back a small percentage to uh, to this show to help us cover the production costs. Now, you can buy anything you want on Amazon. And if you buy something using the Talk is Jericho links, post a picture of it on, on the Twitter at Talk is Jericho. And I will uh, retweet it and I'll follow you. I want to see what kind of stuff all the talk is Jericho fanatics are buying on Amazon. Once again, podcast1.com. Click on the Killer Deals button in the top right corner of the page. Then hit the Talk is Jericho button. All of my great sponsors are there, too. you got easy access to ddpyoga.com slash Jericho and the DDP Yoga Now app. You're going to want to use this. Uh, don't forget nuts.com for healthy snacks. Very tasty. Use the promo code Jericho. Get four free samples. Go to True Car. Buy a new car just like I did. Go to Guitar Center. Buy a guitar like I did for my son Ash a few months ago. All of these sponsors I believe in and I use them and I wouldn't have them on if I didn't feel that way. So thank you for listening. Thanks to Young Bucks. Keep listening uh, right now for the 60-second AP News headlines coming up next. And on Friday, we've got a good show coming up for you. Anthrax's new record, For All Kings, is coming out. And Charlie Benanti, founding member of Anthrax, is here. Uh, we're not going to talk about the new Anthrax record, though. We're going to talk about our mutually favorite band, The Beatles. He's a huge Beatles fan. And we're going to analyze our favorite Beatles records. Okay? Okay, track by track, talking about the Beatles on the eve of the new Anthrax album, who influenced Charlie when he writes for Anthrax, the Beatles, and we're going to be talking about their fav- our favorite Beatles records, track by track. It's Beatles Bonanti this Friday. You're going to love it, so stay hard, stay hungry. Peace, love, and hugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 boy. We'll see you on Friday. You can download new episodes of Talk is Jericho every Wednesday and Friday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Okay, Kevin, for the grand prize of $1 million, what color is the White House? Um, I know this, I know this, I know this. Um, five seconds. Oh, switching to Geico could save you a bunch of money on car insurance? Okay. Judges? That's true, Kevin. Bill and Owen, congratulations. You're a winner. Woo! Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. It's your last chance to get great holiday savings at Guitar Center. Like a Yamaha F-335 acoustic guitar, just $99. Or get a Luna Soprano ukulele, only $49. Plus the newest and hottest guitars, drums, keys, and more. Exclusive gear you can't get anywhere else. Special financing, lessons for the beginner on your list, and gift cards, the perfect present for every musician. So hurry in and find your sound at Guitar Center. Trump's victory. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. It's always a lot of fun when you win. If you work hard and lose, that's not acceptable. At the White House, President Trump welcomed Republicans from the House and the Senate who passed a bill overhauling the tax code. The president says the middle class will be seeing the effects of this bill very soon. The typical family of four earning $75,000 will see an income tax cut of more than $2,000. They're going to have $2,000. And that's, in my opinion, going to be less than the average. You're going to have a lot more than that. The tax overhaul bill also includes a corporate tax cut. We have companies pouring back into our country, and that means jobs, and it means really the formation of new, young, beautiful, strong companies. Democrats have criticized the tax package as a giveaway to corporations and the rich. The tax cuts for businesses are permanent under this tax bill, but reductions for individuals and families will expire after a decade. I'm Ed Donahue.